0: Chapter 6, from the book, The Doctrine Concerning New Testament Ministry, Part 2. Chapter 6, Marriage and Ministry, page 165. To stand by those bishops and elders to go through any path of privation and suffering for the sake of the Lord, who called them into the ministry, Pastor Paul, the founder of our mission, was such a servant of God. He had five children, all of whom served God unmarried in the consecrated ministry. If the call of God comes to you when you are young and unmarried to forsake your all and follow Jesus, as in the case of the rich young man in Matthew chapter 19, 21, there is no reason in contemplating getting married. Paul says, let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called. At thou bound unto a wife, seek not to be loosed. At thou loosed from a wife, seek not a wife. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse twenty and twenty-seven. Now that you are loosed from a wife and other family responsibilities, why seek to be bound? Jesus said, "No man having putting his hand to the plow and looking back is for the kingdom of God." Luke chapter nine, verse sixty-two. If you are definitely called for a fully consecrated ministry, He will give you all the necessary grace, strength, and victory. He will preserve your body, soul, and spirit in perfect harmony with God. It is not wrong. To get married, if you feel the strength of being single, but if you choose to remain single, God can remove that strength and give you grace to overcome all other weaknesses, all your other weaknesses. It is wiser to get married and stay away from such ministry than seeking a married life after coming into the ministry. We should all remain in the state that, the state we were in when God calls us. Page one hundred sixty-six. But if thou marry, thou was not sinned, and if a virgin marry, she hath not sinned. Nevertheless, such shall have trouble in the flesh, but I spare you. With this I say, brethren, the time is short. It remaineth that both they that have wives be as though they had none. But I would have you without carefulness. He that is married careth for the things that are of the world, how he may please his wife. There is a difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman careth for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and in spirit, but she that is married careth for the things of the world, as she may please her husband. 1 Corinthians 20, 27, verses 28-34 In the Old Testament God commanded that a newlywed should not be sent out to war. When a man hath taken a new wife, he shall not go out to war. Then shall he be charged with any business. Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 5. God is very considerate of those who are newly married. He realizes that they cannot take heavy responsibilities. The full-time ministry is a spiritual warfare. The newly married will find it difficult to take up such responsibilities as should be shown only by a consecrated servant of God. If you are a young woman, unmarried, having already the call to serve him as a fully consecrated worker, Forsaking you all, you should serve him in that state. There are thousands of unmarried young women serving the Lord abroad in various countries, in various ministries. If you pray earnestly, seeking his guidance, the Lord will lead you into the page 167, full-time consecrated ministry. When an unmarried young woman called to serve the Lord thus gets entangled in the married life, she might get no further opportunity to serve the Lord as freely as she wished. The reasons are obvious. Firstly, she must realize that her husband becomes the head after marriage. She has to submit herself to him and perform all her duties to him, as to him. And who knows what sort of husband he might turn out to be. Second, in her need to serve her husband and please him, she will likely develop a sense of distraction in her zeal to please the Lord, which she had before she married. First Corinthians chapter seven verse thirty-four. This distraction will estrange her from the calling, vision, and zeal she had received to serve the Lord. Third, she cannot escape the normal preoccupying duties of a mother towards her children and of a wife towards her husband. Fourth, apart from these, she will have many other distractions, many other domestic tasks such as washing, cleaning, shopping, sewing which will take away her time and energy. These responsibilities will last for many years, and the vision, zeal, and burden of the call to serve the Lord soon grows cold and thin. Point five It would seem reasonable that the fully consecrated servants of God who have forsaken their own and have escaped the affairs of this life should be used more mightily than married ministers with outstanding public ministries. Why is this not always so? Being a fully consecrated minister does not necessarily mean being mightily used in public ministries. Consecration has many aspects and purposes. 168 page. When God demands a person to make any particular consecration, he has his own reasons for doing so. When God commanded Abraham to forsake his all and go out of his country, from his kindred and from his father's house, into a land which God would show him, it was with a profound purpose. It was not to hold evangelistic crusades or healing campaigns or to build a church. Was to make him a father of the righteousness by which faith to become the father of many nations. He, it was to make him a father of righteousness, which is by faith to become the father of many nations. To accomplish this, God had to remold his life, sever him from all earthly attachments, teach him how to walk with God and how to trust in him for all his material needs, etc. God tested his faith. Obedience, love, and loyalty. Thus, eventually, he became a father of many nations. His life and consecration speak to us today. Consecration enables us to beget spiritual children. Paul says, For though ye have ten thousand instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15. We were gentle among you, even as a nurse cherisheth her children. So, being affectionate and desirous of you, we were willing to have imparted unto you not the gospel of God only, but also of our own souls, because, yea, we were dear unto us. 1 Thessalonians 2, verses 7, and 8. The call to serve God as a consecrated minister does not necessarily mean all have an outstanding public ministry with signs and wonders. It is left to God to decide what kind of ministry each one is called to do for. quality is more than the according.